Welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Good day to you. On the Weather of the Mind podcast, we're trying to encourage and stimulate conversations, thoughts, meditations on emotional health. Emotional health of the individual, the family, the school, the community. Just to kind of help normalize these emotional health challenges, we all feel part of all of our lives. And um, today's episode is entitled Generations. Generations. And it was inspired by a big, some big news in my life, in my family's life this week. The next generation was born on June 30th. My youngest brother and his wife had a young, had a little boy. And uh, congratulations. This is extremely exciting news but this was not just you know their first kid this was the first kid of the next generation for birth both her family and my and our family so when this baby was born you had four new grandparents three new uncles two new aunts and of course two new parents so there are some children when they are born are these generational births that really usher in the next generation, the next chapter. Now, no disrespect to my cousins, they have had kids and I love their kids, but something different happened when my brother had a kid. Something, I don't know, it's, it's a bit more local, I suppose. And I became Uncle Doug. So this is very exciting. So that that's kind of the, the 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 initial theme of today's show was just I've been struck by this appreciation of this notion of the generation and especially the moment of the new generation. This little family member born in 2019. So let's start out by looking at the definition of generation and perhaps a little etymology. So generation comes from the root word G-E-N-E, to give birth, to beget. Genus, generare, genesis, generation. We look at synonyms. Creation, causing, causation, making, engendering, spawning, production, initiation, origination, inception, occasioning, prompting, kindling, triggering, inspiration. There's a poem I want to read by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, or as we'd say in America, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. And the poem is called Generation to Generation. In a house which becomes a home, one hands down and another takes up the heritage of mind and heart, laughter and tears, musings and deeds. Love, like a carefully loaded ship, crosses the gulf between the generations. Therefore, we do not neglect the ceremonies of our passage. When we wed, when we die, and when we are blessed with a child, when we depart and when we return, when we plant and when we harvest, let us bring up our children. It is not the place of some official to hand to them their heritage. If others impart to our children our knowledge and ideals, they will lose all of us that is wordless and full of wonder. 
Let us build memories in our children, lest they drag out joyless lives, lest they allow treasures to be lost because they have not been given the keys. We live not by things, but by the meanings of things. It is needful to transmit the passwords from generation to generation. Mm. Meaning. How does meaning change from generation to generation? I often think and, and write about this term, the great chain of human history, the great chain. I, I understand that for most of us, we're emotionally more grounded when we have our place, our physical place, our emotional place. And one of the underpinnings of our emotional place is knowing what we're connected to, what our heritage is, who our parents and grandparents are, and being part of this ongoing process of life. Life begetting life, life begetting life. When we think about generations, I think about studying history because I... I study a lot of history, all types of history, but I'm especially spent a lot of time looking at the 1800s and the birth of our modern culture from economics to social relations to psychology. I especially have been studying a lot of psychology. And when you think in terms of generations, the y Carl Jung, Freud, Rilke, Lou Salome, these characters from the 1890s and 1900s, 1910s, these characters are only a few generations ago. A lot of things that seem really old, when viewed at on a generational scale, are not as old. You go back to the times of, of you know, the Roman Empire, the times of Jesus, 2,000 years ago, and, and this is 80, 100 generations. So you could think about, you could you actually think about a child being born, growing up, having a kid, a child growing up, being born, having having a kid, a child growing up, having a kid, times a hundred. That's two thousand years. So history is long, human history is long, but human history is still short. And I think it, I really like the idea of spending more time thinking about history. Because I feel that if we engender uh, a relationship to history, this also helps engender a relationship to the future. And I feel that a lot of emotional health is grounded in the best of ways when we are rooted. Rooted in a place, rooted in meaning, rooted in a project we care about. Rootedness, meaningfulness, these are really important concepts. And if we understand our generations that came before us, and if we reflect upon and consider on a normal basis <clears throat> the generations to come, our time in history is kind of nestled in place in another way. I often write about this term, the great chain. The great chain of human history. The great chain. And when a new generation comes, it's like a new link in that chain. But if again, if we think of those links, the, the, the chain is not that long. Another interesting thing to think about in terms of generations is every generation back, 
we have more and more ancestors. Because you think about it, what child has two parents, a generation before it, each of those parents has two parents, so you have four grandparents. How many great-grandparents you have? Eight. How many great-great-grandparents you have? Sixteen. Great-great-great-grandparents? Thirty-two. So once you start to get into the seventh or eighth generation, when you start to get to your great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great grandparents who maybe were born in the 1810 1750s i'm not sure i have to run the math when you get to that you have maybe a thousand of those so far enough back we are all related and there is a spiritual essence to that but i think it's I think it's good to, when we think about, sometimes we think about stewardship, both to the environment, and I try to think of the term emotional stewardship, and I'm trying to bring these concepts together and overlap them and intertwine them because they seem like they should be together. Emotional stewardship, environmental stewardship, care, knowing that we have a responsibility, not just a freedom, to care for the earth and our relatives and our friends and in our time here, our link in the great chain. And what's cool about modern times is we get to live, God willing, for a bunch of decades and this is wonderful because we get to see some of the generations. If you knew your grandmother or grandfather or even a great-grandparent, then you knew three generations before you. If you live old enough to know your grandchild, you can know three, two generations after you. And a great-grandchild, perhaps three generations after you. So we actually can see these seven generations that, we're, that nestles around us. Three to each side with us in the middle. And it reminds me of the Iroquois expression... Um, which talks about seven generation. You've seen this concept before, seven generation. I know there's a products, seventh generation line. And this expression of, this goes back, um, it's a concept that urges the current generation of humans to live and work for the benefit of the seventh generation in the future. The seventh generation in the future. So that means when I meet my little brother's son and I hold him, if I'm thinking of the seventh generation, I'm thinking about him growing up, having a child, having a grandkid. That grandkid growing up, having a child, having a grandkid. One more little brainstorm to leave you with on the topic of generations, creation, the great chain of human history. We think about what is our contribution, but I think before that, it's often important to think about, like what Sonic-Zupery said, where did my cheat sheet go? Like Sonic-Zupery said, we live not by things, but by the meanings of things. It is needful to transmit the passwords from generation to generation. Let us build memories in our children, lest they allow treasures to be lost because they have not been given the keys, the keys and the password.
the keys and the password of this meaning he refers to. What are the keys and the password? What is the essential essential meaning and, and values we want to transmit, that we want to share to these youngsters, that we want to keep alive, that we want to encourage, that we want to help grow? Hmm, a lot to think about. I just think that this generational baby allows a uh, opportunity to reflect. Uh, I found myself thinking about if we had, uh, if we still had a shield for our family, what would what would be on there? What are the symbols? What are the key devotions? The key meanings? The key? What is the focus of our life? I thought about for my family it might be work hard, play hard. Can that can that be a, a life theory that could be passed down? Is that a is that a does that belong on a shield? Should we be bringing back shields? The remind of us of our place in a lineage, our place in the great chain. Well, I hope that this podcast has given you some good food for thought and hopefully I could share some of my joy and excitement upon reflecting. Um, so this is Uncle Doug signing off. Stay hydrated. Try to eat well. Exercise. Take care of yourself. Don't separate the mind and the body. It's all connected. All right. Peace. Yeah.